Hi, welcome to Travel Time. Today I'm giving a little bit more detail about our excursion to the Ardastar Gardens in Nassau, Bahamas. We didn't do the formal excursion because it got canceled on our trip, so we decided to do it solo, so this might vary a little bit from the actual excursion. But we were sailing on Disney Cruise Line. Disney does offer an excursion to Ardastar called Ardastar Gardens and Wildlife Conservation Center. I mentioned briefly in the last episode, we tried to do this one when our Blue Lagoon Segway tour was canceled, but ended up going there on our own because this one was also canceled for that sailing on the Disney Wish. If you do the excursion through Disney, a bus meets you at the port and takes you through some sites around town and then to the Adasta Gardens. It costs $79 per adult or $59 per child. For our on our own version, we bought our tickets online. The adult fee applies to anyone 13 and over, it's $35, and children four to 12 are $24. It's open seven days a week from 10 to four, except for Christmas, Boxing Day on December 26th, and New Year's Day. The cab cost us about $10 each way, so we paid about $45 a person, including cab fare and admission, versus $79 excursion fee from Disney, which basically only adds the bus and water and the additional tour through town. There is an interactive tortoise experience that is $7 extra, but that wasn't happening when we were there. I'm not sure if that's included in the Disney excursion fee or not. Long story short, cost-wise, going on our own saved us about $70. A portion of your admission and any money you spend in the park goes to conservation efforts in the Bahamas. The ride to Ardastra is about 10 minutes from the port if driving directly in a cab. For the official excursion, it looks like the bus takes a more roundabout route to show key places in the city based on what they describe, so that drive might be a little longer on the way to Ardastra. We arrived just in time for the 11 a.m. Flamingo Show. This flamingo show is a great interactive show. The Caribbean flamingo is the national bird of the Bahamas. The flamingos here train and perform during the show. After they do a series of formations and tricks, the trainer selected a few people in the audience to go in and meet the flamingos in person. My son got selected and got to stand in the ring while the flamingos visited and and he tried to act like a flamingo using his best flamingo pose. I'll note that this attraction was not overly crowded when we were there and so basically one person from almost every family that was sitting there watching it got selected for the show. If there's an organized excursion, I don't know if that changes. I don't know how many people are normally on those, but I'm mentioning that overall, it's not a really busy place, and so you have a pretty good chance of being very interactive. The gardens have a very laid-back layout that encourages sort of meandering through the gardens and enjoying a relaxing island pace. The animals are primarily around the outer edges, although some, especially near the flamingo area, and the Flamingo Arena are centrally located. When we went through, some enclosures had animals and some did not. A staff member let us know that their goal is to rehabilitate and re-release the animals when they can, and the ones that are there long-term are often unable to go back to the wild for one reason or another. There are quite a few birds and lizards through the park, but there are also mammals as well, with quite a few near the Flamingo area specifically. Near the Flamingo Arena, there are also restrooms and a small stack stand and gift shop. We found the snack stand perfect for water and an ice cream bar or chips. We did return to the Flamingo area a couple times during our trip to see the keeper shows and chats. They had ones with snakes and other animals you could learn about, and in some cases, pet. Everyone we met on the staff was super nice and helpful. When we took our cab from the port, I had asked the driver for a car with their phone number from the cab company. Based on where the gardens were, I was very sure that there wouldn't be cabs just hanging around randomly. He graciously offered to come back and get us if we gave him a time. We had asked him to come back in two and a half hours. Due to the size of the gardens, two hours probably would have been sufficient for us. 
Although with smaller children, I would say gauge it on how your kids are. If they're slow walkers or super, super interested in animals, they may want two and a half to three hours. If they get restless very easily, you might want more like two hours to avoid that. I was there with a teenager and so we could set our own pace and we maintained a pretty good pace throughout the day. I didn't have to worry about a lot of that kind of stuff. This port adventure is definitely worth a stop in my opinion, especially if you have animal lovers in your group. The size of the garden makes it easy to have interactions with the shows and chats and with the keepers. We definitely enjoyed the outing and it's probably an undervisited place compared to like Atlantis and Blue Lagoon and the places that you see a lot. On the way back, it was easy to walk to the ship as the cab dropped us off right at the port. We had plenty of time to do a little shopping if we wanted to. I loved this excursion because it didn't take the whole day. We got to learn a little bit more about the wildlife coming to the Bahamas. We enjoyed a less crowded outing at our own pace. And we saved quite a bit of money from what we would have paid for the organized tour. I mentioned getting tickets in advance. We made the decision to go to the gardens after our tour got canceled, so we booked online via the ship's Wi-Fi. We were able to show the confirmation email to get in since we didn't have a printer, etc. The website is very easy to navigate as well, so it would be easy to do on cellular coverage if needed. If you're nervous about a non-port adventure excursion, particularly about getting a cab back to the ship, one extra note is that it's only two and a half kilometers or about 1.55 miles from the port. So worst case, you could walk back to the ship in about 30 to 35 minutes. I was originally concerned about the availability of cabs to leave the gardens, but knowing that it was only one and a half miles from the port and walkable in a worst case scenario put my mind at ease. But I'd imagine if you did what we did as far as asking your cab driver about a return trip, you'd be able to either make an arrangement for a pickup or get a phone number to call to get a cab afterwards. We really enjoyed this one. Hope you have a similar experience if you decide to try that port adventure or try to do it on your own like we did. And until next time, happy travels.